Hello, and welcome back to Mortals and Portals, a Pathfinder real play podcast. I am your host and GM, Zach, and joining me at the table is... Adam, and I play Jules, an Azarketty Bard. I'm Joel, and I play Dax, a Cobalt Rogue. I'm Ryan, I play Ryu, a Tiefling Magus. Karen, and I play Waltz, a human champion. Ooh, in character, nice. Wow. <laughs> that's a oh, first. That's just my normal voice now. And I'll do 11 that. or 12, I don't even know. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, last time on Mortals and Portals, the party crossed the threshold into Pegos and immediately had some things happen, such as Ryu transforming in both appearance and demeanor, making him more irritable. He definitely became demeanor. Yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> that's one. good. <laughs> And neither Ryu or anyone in the party had any idea what had caused what happened. They questioned Ryu. He was almost completely unaware of the change. In fact, he can't even see that he looks different. So yeah, there's that complication as well. (laughs) Complicated. So they decided to shrug that off because they have bigger fish to fry, such as killing Forgas, the drake in Pagos. So they marched onward. Immediately, Dax and Ryu struggled with the new climate. It was far colder than their scorched homeworlds of Desolus and Dracus. So they took some damage from that, and the kind Waltz shared his coat, and then he started taking damage from the cold. So yeah, it's just, it wasn't <laughs> off to a great start. They asked Gildir for guidance. Hey, where is Forgast? And of course he's like, hey, I don't actually know. And they're like, well, why do we bring you? So then he quickly was like, okay, well, let's go this way. And he led you guys towards a canyon, saying that if a drake attacked, you would have barricades on each side. You'd be able to funnel it. You'd be more safe. Sounded good to you guys. So you headed on down there, navigated some obstacles such as falling snow and so on, and set up camp. And while you were resting there, you talked to Geldir, and he indicated that part of the Drake Knight's purpose on Nisserine is to shuttle Drake eggs to and from the island. So they bring in female Drake eggs, which they bring to the male Drakes on the island. They cast their magical breath weapon on it, and it ignites it with magic that allows it to facilitate a Drake, and then they shuttle that off-world and deliver it to other people for gold. And then your conversation was interrupted because you sensed the presence of some other creature. Turned around, there was some pointy-nosed, sharp-faced, winged, icy blue creature that soared down, started asking for food. You guys gave him apples, <laughs> other things. Started questioning this creature, and it revealed that its name was... Crag. Clag. Close. Oh, very close. It. I had to pause. <laughs> yeah, Clag. And he was, you know, very inquisitive. He is asking why all the time, no matter what you said to him. And you asked this creature to lead you to Forgast so that you could kill it. And you learned a few things about this creature, such as it refers to Sindor as father because it created Pagos. It seemed very mischievous in ways, kind of playful. You couldn't get a very good read on it. And you told him that you needed to kill Forgast to save Pagos. So then Clag said, all right, well, I'll take you to him. And he said, okay, we can do that in the morning. And Clag said, no, right now, because Forgast is asleep. We can go to him now, catch him off guard. You guys knew you didn't really have time to wait a whole other day because you have a ticking clock scenario. So you agreed to Clag's less than ideal scenario and followed him. And in some time, you encountered a spell of sorts that was occupying the canyon that Ryu sensed 
You tried to investigate it, weren't quite sure what it was, and almost out of morbid curiosity, Ryu stepped into the magic that he sensed, and it triggered some sort of rune magic that ignited a portal directly behind you. You whip around, you see some glowing eyes, a roar, and some wings expand, and, uh, yeah, I think you, uh, found Forgost. And that is where we ended our session. So that is where we'll start our session. And we have already rolled initiative. We used athletics this time because this is very much about springing and reacting to the situation before you. And highest on that initiative is Dax. So Dax, yeah. you see you see these glowing blue eyes within this portal. The environment beyond is dark. You don't know quite where it is. But this beast has lumbered and whipped its head around is looking towards you. What do you do? Oh no. And I will grab, if I can, I will grab Ryu and kind of push slash drag him to the nearest like rock I can to try to hide. Um, I don't know. I guess it's up to you. Do I need to seek to try to find a rock first? I don't know if that... I think the first question is... Ryu, are you going to resist someone trying to manipulate you? I'm going to say my initial reaction is I don't necessarily even know where this grab is coming from or what it is, and I'll probably have an instinctive, like, try to throw it off sort of thing. Okay, so, Dax, I will have you attempt to grapple Ryu. All right. That is a 13. That will not beat Ryu's fortitude DC. So you go to grab him and pull, and... He's almost frozen in place, just sensing all of this energy coming from the portal, and you're unable to budge him. There's something on me. Jerk my arm away. All right. Um, then in that case, I will use the. I'll use the point out action. I'll point out at the portal. Real, look out! And then I will take off anyway. Oh, ha, ha, real funny. Oh. <laughs> And that brings us to Ryu. Yeah, you're certainly sensing a massive aura, but it's. Like, from your perspective, it's mixed in with a ton of magical energy, so you're just sensing this powerful mass in front of you. I know, Dax. I can sense the big thing behind me. Oh, run! Um, gonna do my power-up episode, I think, here. So I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and cast Magic Weapon to start off. As you all know, Magic Weapon is very cool. I won't explain it again. That'll take two of my actions. For my last action, I'm going to get my Arcane Cascade going. I won't explain that again either, but it is also very cool. Dude, that's awesome. And hey, uh, another thing we're going to start enforcing is drawing your weapon is an action. So, uh, Ryu, you could put your hand on the sword and start casting that, but drawing it will be another action later. So in that case, I think I will start off drawing my weapon. My subsequent action will then be using magic weapon on said weapon, and that will end my turn. Awesome. So you pull out the sword and you start charging the energy through it. The aura starts forming around it. <laughs> I feel like Dax maybe looks over his shoulder and sees you are not moving away like he wanted, and that'll oh take us to Jules. <laughs> Time to kill. Where have I heard that before? Uh, throwback episode. That guy two. died <laughs> like immediately after. And Jules had a really right cool line underneath that. where he's like, Time to die. <laughs> so many cool lines. How far away is this thing? Ten feet in front of you. Ten feet? Holy oh, moly. <laughs> I'll start to run as I'm running past Ryu. I'll say, time to run, Ryu. (laughs) And then I'll kind of turn back to the creature and I'm going to attempt to cast sleep. All right. Mm. So it's a five foot burst. 
So I'm, it's a 30 foot range, five foot burst. So I'm obviously just going to target his area as to not make the rest of my party drowsy. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll take my ocarina out and play a very calming lullaby. And I kind of imagine it echoes through the, the cavern and yeah, see what happens. Great. So your melody projects into the portal. You see almost waves rippling through the air that dance around the frost drake. I will roll his save. And you see this whistling magic churning around it. And then the drake starts to have its eyes droop downwards. You see the bluish glow fading away. And then it shakes its head and stumbles a little bit. Uh, You can tell your spell has affected it, but has not caused it to fall asleep. Darn. Run! (laughs) Run, Ryu! (laughs) I'll run right towards it. Follow me. No! Why are you playing music right now, Jules? And that'll take us to Waltz. Alright, so I just want to get a quick lay of the battlefield. So the dragon is ten feet in front of us. Which direction did Dax run? Like backwards to my left is kind of how I pictured it. I pictured it to the left also. So yeah, I guess the same so here. And I would have followed uh, I would have followed Dax. So. Okay, I'm going to drop back 15 feet then. And I'll yell, Ryu, if you're going to fight this thing, stay behind me. And I'll cast Everstand Stance and take out my shield with both hands. And my last action will be to... I just want to take the ready action to position myself to uh, try and block any incoming attack. So if it were going to attack Ryu since I'm close enough to him, I wanted to take the ready action so I could try and protect against that attack. So you're basically trying to take the help action? Yeah. Or aid, sorry. You're attempting to take the aid action. Basically, I'll rule that as since you're trying to help Ryu... If Ryu is within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to give him a plus two circumstance bonus to his AC. That'll that'll be my turn then. Great. So this Drake, hazy, stumbling to the side, shaking its head. You see its shoulder kind of ram into a boulder, shake its head back and forth, and then start trudging towards the portal. And then it leaps outwards. You see its wings fully expand and it soars upwards into the sky and you see it silhouette in front of the moon and angle back down towards the canyon and loop around and it is now behind you waltz coming towards you and that'll take us to geldir and geldir does not pull out a sword and he yells out to all of you and he says we don't stand a chance for this We're not ready. And he starts running and slides behind a boulder and takes cover. And that'll take us to Clag, who is bouncing up and down on the rocks, clapping, Yes, yes, a forecast. And he jumps off of his boulder and starts soaring down to Ryu and attempts to grab Ryu's sword and disarm him. This son of a gun. Wow. What is your reflex DC, Ryu? I have plus six. 16. That, yep. Carry the two, yeah. <laughs> he exactly matches. Which is that good or bad? It's not good. For whom? <laughs> <laughs> so you manage to hold on to your sword as he's pulling at your arms, and he rips both hands off of the sword and you're now holding it by one sword and you have a weakened grip on it 
and then it bounces backwards and lands on the ground and goes, <laughs> come on. Cock flag. <sighs> so pausing, a regular success on a disarm means you weaken the target's grasp on the item. So until the start of that creature's turn, attempts to disarm the target of that item gain a plus two circumstance bonus, and the target takes a minus two circumstance to any attacks with that item or anything requiring a firm grasp. So a critical success is what's required to make them drop it. So he weakened your grip on it. So do I need to take an action to recover my two hands on it, or what do I no, do? No, until the start of your next turn, you have this disadvantage. Cock flag, I knew I hated you. You never gave me any apples. Where are you? Come by my sword again. That'll take us two decks. I'm going to take the hide action. So... I moved to the rocks. Am I in cover currently? Yes. You find a boulder that maybe wouldn't be suitable for Jules or Ryu to hide behind, but with your height, you are certainly covered. Okay. So then I will take the hide action. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is a secret roll if you want to do that. It uh, GM rolls my stealth check. Great. I'll do a secret roll. I, oh, that makes me, I don't know. That's, that's wild because I don't know if I'm hidden or not. That's spooky. I do like that for this. Dax, you slide through the snow, put your back up against a rock, and you're breathing very heavily. This feels extremely different from your fight where you were on a tower with a force field and a massive crossbow bolt. You're looking down at your bloodied thigh with a bandage on it. You just, you do not have a good vibe, but you feel like Bad you're vibes. behind this rock and you are hidden, hoping the drake does not see you. Absolutely. Do you do anything else with your turn? No, I think at this point I'm just going to observe and uh, be ready, but I'm not going to ready an action for anything specific. I'm just, I'm hidden and I don't want to do anything to jeopardize that, so. Okay, Ryu, so you have Clag in front of you who is trying to rip your sword out of your hand. You felt the aura of the drake, even the wind from its wings soar past you. You heard Waltz call out to you from behind. Dax yelled out to you on his last turn. What do you do? <laughs> you have a lot to a lot process. Going on. <laughs> um... Okay, can I use a ready action to use a spell strike? Yes, you can take a ready action. What do you want to do with it? I think based on where my weapon is right now, not having total grip on it, as much as I'd like to take a swipe at stupid clag right now, and feeling Forgas take off out of my perceptive range, I'll say, Ugh, clag, you're going to get it. Fine, Waltz, I'm coming over. And then I'm going to trudge on over to where Waltz is, and I'll say, Where's the Drake? Oh, it's right in front of you, buddy. All right, let me know when it starts getting close. You hear a loud roar echo down the canyon, vibrating off the walls. It's that close. Okay, well, let me know when it's closer. I'll sense when it's closest, and then I'll kill it. Yeah. And then I uh, do a ready action. I don't know why, but yeah, was like the best response you could have done right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, already a spell strike, too. I'll use my gouge and claw, and my trigger is going to be just if Forgos gets within my range for me to hit him. It also makes sense that Ryo thinks he can take this drake on right now, because if you recall, he thought that he did all of the damage to Rigorn. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, this is, yeah. drakes are easy. <laughs> What's the big fuss about? This one won't even hit me with its tail. Perfect. That takes us to Jules. Okay, so I'm running towards Dax. I would like to jump behind the rocks. You already moved up to a rock. You'll just need to take cover if you want okay. to do that. Or hide, whichever one you want to do. Cool. Um, I'll take cover, and then I will use an action to take out my dueling pistol. And Excellent. is it an action to load it as well? 
Yes, if you didn't already have it previously loaded with a specific round, you will have sure. to take an action yeah. to load it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll dig into the bag that Dunadas gave me and find the fire, and uh, I'll start loading it. I'll turn to Dax and I'll say, We need to get out of here. And uh, Dax will just uh, nod his head, trying to remain hidden. Great. I picture Jules doing a very cool, like, running dive and roll into, like, pulling out the pistol and then very confidently getting the ammunition out and expertly packing in the sun powder and putting the round in there while he's yelling over exactly to Dax. Exactly that. Very cool. Yeah, I, I didn't think I needed to say it because our <laughs> listeners know how BA Jules is. But and then he does for, the like, little pectoral sure. dance little that he did for Doriel, just for Dex. We're going to be just, just fine, buddy. Psst. Look at these. Also, Dex, look. Look also at this. Look. <laughs> Let this ease your, <laughs> your anxiety. Bongo sounds. <laughs> That'll take us to Waltz. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to step to my right to position myself between uh, the party or kind of in the middle of the party. I want to attract this drake. I'm going right. to say, uh, hey, ugly, I've been seeing way too many of your kind around here lately, and I'm getting sick of it. That counts as a demoralize, right? Like the drake's really offended by that. <laughs> oh. Sure, yeah, roll a demoralize on the drake if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so close. 13. All right, you yell out this insult to the drake and your insults bounce off the canyon walls fill the air and then a roar returns to you in response and it pins its wings back towards you awesome for my last action i'm gonna just raise my shield very smart i was uh in everstand stance so i have it with both hands uh which increases the hardness of my shield by two nice that's good well let's bring it this way yeah get ready buddy which brings us to oh, four dust no. Who, as I mentioned, was barreling towards you. You see a blue glow fill its chest and an aura resonate from its spine and its eyes glow intensely and it hurls out a ball of liquid that flies directly at you, Waltz. Can you roll Uh me a reflex save? How's Nat 20 sound, baby? Let's go. Oh, How's that sound? Suck on that, Zach. <laughs> that sounds very Let's good. Let's go. Heck yeah. But. Oh. <laughs> With disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm torn because in Pathfinder, that's a, that'll be a normal yeah. success. Should I give you like my total number two, Nat 20, 25 total? If that helps. 25 total? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Great. But Zach doesn't want to get yelled at. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm torn in the moment. Okay. I'm going to do this by the book. Yeah, do it by the book. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. This ball of liquid is coming at you. You raise your shield. You tuck behind it. It impacts your shield directly and explodes in this freezing, misty ice all around you. It covers you entirely. Ice is over your shield. Ice is over your body. And Ryu, I also need you to make a reflex save. What? Splash It exploded in a 20-foot aura. AOE. Oh my gosh. I got 11. Oh no. <laughs> no, no. That's excellent. Waltz, is it coming closer or what? <laughs> and then Ryu, this same explosion covers you in this icy mist that encompasses your entire body. It's an intense cold you have never felt before ah. in your entire life. I hate the snow. I'm going to have a uh, dice roller do this for me. No. <laughs> that means there's a lot of dice. That means there's many dice. Oh, no. 
Stop rolling. What are you doing? Stop. Is that three already? Yep. Mom, Zach's being mean. <laughs> Zach's abusing his powers as god of our world. <laughs> Zach, what have I told you? Be a kind and just god. <laughs> Waltz, you take yeah. 15 cold damage. No. Oh, god. <laughs> Ryu, you are thrown back, completely covered in ice, and take 30 damage. Oh. Ryu is a Ryusicle. Oh my god. That's all of them. That's all the damage. That's every damage I have to give. And then the drake lands. A loud impact resonates within the canyon and it puts one of its feet directly on top of Ryu and wraps around him. And that'll take us to Geldir. What the heck Zach, what did I do to you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure I can go back into the past episodes and find something subtle you did that. <laughs> did that. Maybe try farting, were you? Yeah, I can't. Fart your way out of this Actually, when you die, they say you fart your pants. And that'll take us to Geldir, who yells out, We gotta get out of here. They're toast. Let's go. And he starts running further away from the drake to another rock, trying to be stealthy and slides up to the rock. We'll have to fight another day. And that'll take us to Clag, who is laughing maniacally, jumping up and down, clapping. <laughs> observe Drake, observe Drake, observe Drake. <laughs> and that'll take us to Dax. I am so torn. Oh, God. I think Dax is also torn because, like I said before, people on Dracus don't don't go out of their way to save people. He this, But then Digsby did, so he's feeling all sorts of confliction about this. I will lose my hidden status and stride towards Waltz since he is not underneath a drake, for one, I guess. Um, visually, does he look frozen to the ground? You don't have to tell me, like, technically if he is, but does he appear to be, like, stuck? Not necessarily. He just looks like he's completely covered in frost. Little right, right, icicles right. are hanging off of him, okay. but you can still see his physical body. Okay, yeah, so Daxel, Daxel shed the cover. Oh, no, Waltz! No! And then he'll run up to Waltz, gra- put his hands on him as little as Dax is, um, maybe give him, like, a little shake, and then start just, like, pulling trying to get him out of the middle of the, not road, but the middle of the area, try to pull him back into cover. So this is a like a pull and a drag action, and I was actually trying to look into this, and I couldn't find any official rules. I could be wrong, but I found someone on Reddit put a post explaining like their ideas for it, named Scrig the Bat. Oh, Scrig! <laughs> oh, yeah, Scrig! Yeah, yeah. Scrig the Bat. Yeah, Love you, Scrig. Moved to high school with Scrig. We're using yeah. rules on this podcast right now. If you know Scrig the Bat, tell them we're using their rules. What kind of bat? Probably one of those big old huge fruit rats that look like puppies. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sort of use their rules. Roll me a athletics check, Dex. I would love to. I would love to do better than that, though. Um, <laughs> 13. Great. So you grab on to Waltz and try and pull him, and then your hands slip on his icy shoulders, and you fall back on your butt in the snow. You feel desperate. You start crawling back towards him to grab him again, but you were unable to move him, and you're also within 10 feet of the streak. What do you want to do with your third action? Could always try again. Waltz, are you, like, coherent? Yeah, I'm up. He's going to try to drag him back into cover. Waltz, do you resist this in any way? Uh, no. Waltz, come on. We, we got to get out of here. We can't We can't do this. 
Got your buddy. I'll protect him. I'll keep him off us as long as we can. Let's get going. Just stay behind me. All right. Waltz is maybe in a bit of a haze, so you can move up to half your speed, pulling him away with your movement to make him move not on his turn. And you can get him back towards the rock, but not necessarily to the rock you were just at. Cool. And that'll bring us to Ryu. So, Ryu, you're in dying one, so you'll need to roll me a flat check of 11 or higher. Here goes nothing. Seven. (gasps) So you see no movement from Ryu, no signs of life. He is laying limp underneath the drake's claws. And that'll take us to Jules. I'm going to, now that my pistol's loaded, I'm going to run out and run past Dax and Waltz as they're coming back. And I'll say, prepare to grab Ryu. And then keep running. So I'll run twice. And then I'll start just waving my arms and shouting, trying to get it to attack me. You could roll a demoralized check on it. All right. I'm stressed. Me too. Nat 20. Yes, Yes. baby. What do you yell at this Drake? You onion-eyed miscreant. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do that. This is only this. (laughs) You onion-eyed miscreant. (laughs) Just use it over and over again. Um, I'll yell. Over here, you bumbling doll cop. Doll cop? think it means like an idiot <laughs> oh yeah yeah i don't that. even know what that means so the chances of the drake knowing what that means are slim <laughs> doesn't matter drake pulls out a dictionary you see the drake rear its head back towards you with its head tilted and that'll take us to waltz okay i want to get as close to ryu as possible for my first action so how far away is he you are 15 feet away because dax drug you gotcha Dex, I appreciate the help, buddy, but uh, I'm going to make sure I get Ryu out of this thing. Just be ready. We'll get out of this as quick as possible, all right? Stay covered over there. Oh, God. And I will move towards Ryu, raise my shield, and take the ready action to grab Ryu if I can do that. Yes, you can take the ready action to grab Ryu if he falls within your vicinity in any way. Gotcha. So shield raised, move, and ready action to grab Ryu. All right, so you sprint up to the drake. Your shield is raised. You're prepared to grab Ryu per Jules's command. And that'll take us to the drake that is looking directly at Jules. You see it try and charge up this breath weapon. Its chest is starting to glow, and then it tremors, and then fades instantly, and then just this faint little puff of mist comes out. You can tell its breath weapon is not ready yet. And then it grabs Ryu with its claw gripped around it and then pushes off and then flies upward into the air and then pins its wings back and darts towards the portal at a high velocity, crosses the threshold of the portal and then the portal closes. Wait, 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 wait. No. Wait, wait. 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 You can't just wait, wait, take wait. me somewhere you else. You can't do that. Am I still in this game or am I playing in a different one? We'll find out later, <laughs> <Wait>. man. <laughs> I no longer love my turn. All, uh, Waltz is immediately going to sprint up to the to where the portal was out of desperation. You run up to it and it's just stone. There's no portal there whatsoever. I'll scream to Geldir. Geldir, what's going on here? How do we open this thing back up? You see Geldir up against the stone with his arms crossed, almost rocking back and forth in a way. And then he looks to you, very frightened, stands up. Oh, what, what happened? Geldir, we need to open this portal back up. It took Ryu. Oh, what do I look like? Uh, I'm not a wizard. I, 
I don't know. He's gone, mate. Geldir, I'm not asking you. I told you I wouldn't hurt you, and that old's true. You tell me how I opened this thing back up. Dax will break cover and run up to Jules. Jules, why didn't you shoot him? He's, he's gone. I didn't want to hit Ryu. Can you imagine what this thing would have done if this is for Drake's? I don't know. We could. We had to do something. Oh, God, I, now he's gone. Jules will just kind of look around. It doesn't even know what he's looking for. You can roll a perception check if you'd like. Sure. 19. You look around, you just see the rune on the wall that triggered the portal fade and spark and disappear entirely. You see Clag hopping up and down on the rock, clapping, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and then he swoops down and lands by Rhea's sword and is just kind of throwing it up in the air and letting it land in the snow. <laughs> yes. I hate Clag. <laughs> He's a big jerk. The disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> Leave it. After seeing that, I'll use telekinetic projectile. Is there like a rock nearby? For sure, man. I'll use telekinetic projectile and shoot it at Clag. Roll it. Thanks, Jules. Means a lot. That is a 23. That hits. Roll damage. Kill him. Seven. You fling this rock. It hits it square in the forehead. The rock bursts. Clag goes, and then drops the sword and flies directly up to the cliffside and then perches himself up there and then looks down. Uh, I'll run up to where he dropped the sword and I'll point at him and I'll say, you're going to lead us to Forgast this instant or I'll kill you. Let me do that again. That sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll kill you. I just want to do it again. (laughs) I'll kill you. It sounded like Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I swear. I'll kill you. you I would love it if Joel just became Arnold Schwarzenegger like 12 episodes in. All right. Let me try that one more time. Sorry. You're going to take us to Forgost right now or I'll kill you. <laughs> Roll demoralize. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, baby. He trembles on the cliffside, drops from the wall and lands. His ears sink down. They're no longer pointing out horizontally. His wings droop and he looks very timid. So I'll walk up to him and I'll grab him behind the neck and I'll just shove him and I'll say, now. He's in Forgastle. That's where the portal leads. Dax will walk up. Um, Who controls this portal? Is it just Forgast? Forgast. No, no portal. Forgast. Sindor. Sindor portal. Father. We gave you apples. More more apples, maybe. Apple? Waltz will walk up, hand him an apple, get on one knee, and put a hand on uh, Clag's shoulder and say, Clag, we want to open this portal as soon as possible. What do we do? Clag. Mm, Hold hold on. Clag eats the apple (laughs) and then goes... Sindor mm, make portal clag clag no make portal 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 gone mm, must go to lair Ryu lair how do we get there mm, wi- wings points to you with a curious look on his face and then opens his wings no no wings how do we get there on foot mm, walk 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 on foot and you could take us there he is thinking and then looks at Jules who I assume hisses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then his ears tuck back down. Yes. Clag, mm, no way. All right. Clag, lead us there as quickly as possible, and we have no time to waste. Geldir, let's go. 
You guys really want to do this? No rest? That didn't exactly go well. Look at you. You look like a bloody snowman. You really think Ryu has that long to live if we don't go now? I mean, mate, you should chalk this one up as a loss. Ryu's good as gone. I'm gonna say I'm gonna grab uh, Geldir on the on the collar, and I'll say, "Well, then we're all dying," and I'll drag him behind Clag. Wait, hold on, no, hold on, let go, let go, let go. I'm not gonna let go. Think, why did Fulgas leave anyway? He could have killed all you, but he takes Ryu. This doesn't make any sense. This seems like a trap. You saw how Sindor reacted to hearing that he's an Arakai. There must be more to this, and I'm not moving on without him. Maybe Sindor wants your friend. Maybe he's going to keep Ryu alive. Anyways, it's not worth our trouble. We definitely don't want to go after him. That's clearly what he would expect. This all seems rather odd, does it not? And then, Dax, you see Geldir clearly trying to get your attention with a subtle facial gesture, which you, again, recognize as secret speech. But, again, his dialect is a little different. It's slightly puzzling to you, but you feel as though he's trying to convey that you are being listened to. Mm. I will get closer to Waltz and whisper in his ear, I think they've got ears on us. I think we maybe need a credit aversion or... So maybe we just don't go after Ryu at all. What do you guys say? I'll kind of, I'll elbow Waltz. You know, Geldir, I, that, you know, I think that's actually a good idea. I think, I think we better set up camp here, maybe sleep for the night, and we'll be better to fight him tomorrow. Are you insane? You're just going to let them have Ryu? I will stare daggers at uh, Jules without saying anything, Hope, hoping that he notices me. Jules, you could roll, like, a sense motive, I guess, against sure. Dax's... You see? Uh, 15. And what DC do you want me to do? Deception or? Actually, do a performance. My performance DC is only 12. All right. Jules, as a bard and someone who regularly performs and does subtle gestures and things, you can clearly pick up on the fact that Dax is trying to send you some sort of message of what you're saying is wrong and I can't explain it, trust me sort of gesture. My expression will change, but I think I would still be looking for some sort of, not explanation, but, like, response to that. Sure, sure, sure. To, like, maybe clue me in just a little bit more. Right, right, like right. Like, I see that you're trying to communicate something, so now I'm more in tune to looking into deeper meaning of right. what you're saying. No, I'm not going to leave him. We're, we'll get him tomorrow. It'll be fine. And then I'll wink. That'll be enough for me. And uh, Dax will, like, point at his ears and kind of gesture around. I'll look around and nod. Very well. Right. Clearly, we're in no condition to fight any drakes. We nearly all died. So, let's perhaps find a new campsite away from this portal. What do you all say? You know, for once, Geldir, I agree with you. All right. Well, let's get going. And he starts walking away from the camp, picking up his belongings. He walks up to Rhea's sword, looks it up and down, bends over and starts to grab it. Don't touch it. He picks it up and turns around and looks at you guys and then starts inspecting it. I'll walk up and just take it from him. What's that thing made of anyway? I've never seen a metal with a finish like that. You can ask him when we get him. That one doesn't like talking to me much. Ryu, do you want to say anything? <laughs> Ryu pops out of the ground. <laughs> hey, you guys, been talking I was, much. I was here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. I'm going to grab Clag and just start following Gildir. All right, so Gildir starts walking through the canyon, so not the way you came, but trying to go all the way through it. 
do you still like nothing has changed about your perspective of Clag? Is I guess is what I'm asking. Knowing that Clag is for Sindor and Sindor is listening, and I, I feel like this is more for Dax because Dax is the only one that can communicate with Geldir. Uh, all I know is that there are ears. I don't know who or what. Right. So I was hoping I could make like a oh, like a seek or something to check for like birds or I mean I know that like our gut reaction is Clag, but. Unless Geldir specified that, then I'm going to be looking for other things. All right. You can roll a perception check. That is a 22. You're looking around, and you don't necessarily see anything apparent that would clearly be something listening to you. But you do notice while Geldir is walking, he is fidgeting his fingers on his thigh. And then you notice he's doing a certain cadence to it. And then he's trying to signal to you there is a mole within the group while walking forward. Oh, man. Seeing that, Dax is going to walk a little bit slower, try to get, just try to get to the back of the group. He's just, he's not going to make it obvious. He's not going to like stop moving. He's just going to, you know, step by step, go a little bit slower until everybody else is in front of him. And then I will get behind Clag. Who is in the grip of Waltz, correct? Yes. All right. You are behind him. (laughs) Um... I guess I just got to do it. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Dax is going to slowly and sneakily take out a dagger and just silently just put it in Clag's neck. Damn. Oh, my gosh. I love this. (laughs) Dude, we got some tension going on. (laughs) Golly. Roll an attack roll, and Clag is flat-footed. That is a 22. That hits. Roll damage. That is 13 piercing damage. So you silently pull out the dagger, maybe think long and hard as you grip it tightly, just grit your teeth to get it over with, and then stab him directly in the throat. Waltz, you see Clag's eyes grow wide as he goes, and you all whip around, and then you see Dax pull out a dagger. Icy blue blood shoots out of his neck. His wings fall limp. He falls to his knees and face plants into the snow. I'll slowly look up from doing that and just quietly say he was listening for Sindor. And then I'll start cleaning off my dagger and put it back in my sheath. Gildir just says, well done, mate. Waltz's eyes are going to be really wide and is really taken back and just kind of looks to Dax, lowers his shoulders and looks down towards the ground and just remains speechless. I also turn to Dax uh, mouth open a little bit, very flabbergasted, but I also can't find words. He led us straight into that trap. You saw his demeanor the whole time. It was happening. Kick some snow on him, mate. Let's go. Jules will walk over to Clag, and I'll kind of prop him up against the wall, give him what would look like kind of a comfortable sitting position, uh, fold his wings kind of nicely, and then I'll just stand up and I'll keep walking. I will walk past Dax and Waltz. Won't look at them, though. I won't say anything. I will look at Geldir, and then I'll keep walking. Geldir follows you as you pass him, and then looks back to Dax and shrugs, and then turns around and starts following Jules. Dax just watches Jules prop up Clag respectfully. Dax has kind of a disgusted look on his face, like, you know, why are you treating that that rat with, with respect? And then thinks back to Digsby, and just reflects on the fact that So much has happened already with Digsby dying and then 
Ryu getting captured. I don't know. It's pretty heavy. So he, uh, Dax just kind of uh, looks a little solemn right now, um, a little bit frustrated, um, and is going to trudge along at a pretty leisurely pace, just sort of by himself, not really trying to walk up next to anybody or anything. Yeah, so I'll look at the dead limp body of Clag. I'll maybe look down and see the apple core from the last apple he ate. I'll kind of stay behind the group for a little bit, look down, lower, uh, make sure I have like my shield still in my left hand, and just kind of slowly follow the rest of the group out of the canyon. And that is where we'll end our session. I'm dumbfounded. Seething with anger. That was a tense oh, one. There is a lot of Wait, crazy stuff. You are dumb. Where was Ryu at from us that? <laughs> hey, we'll talk about that later Ryan. because right now you need to shut yeah, you didn't really up. Say shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You We're going to talk about up. that in the downtime, which is for patrons where we react to the most recent episode. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad that you are supporting our show. We're so thankful. It means the world to us without you. We're just a bunch of dudes recording ourselves and putting it online and editing it and doing all this stuff for absolutely no reason. So thank you for making us not crazy. Thank you so much. I just want to thank Joel for all of his editing. He is getting just so good at it, and we are getting even worse at recording. So he has to fix more Somehow. Things. I don't know how <laughs> yeah, it's Somehow we're getting worse. So we just really, really appreciate Joel for... Uh, making us sound coherent, and I want to thank Taryn, who is just basically turning this into an audiobook, if you haven't noticed, and just putting all kinds of beautiful sounds in there to paint the scene. I mean, seriously, I love it. It's so much fun. I want to thank Adam for all of his amazing artwork. It's something we take for granted, I feel like, even though we thank you every time. I, just, I mean, seriously. No. Like, none of us can draw, and suddenly we are like this professional, artistic podcast with great character renderings, awesome <laughs> logos, and it's all because someone in our group is a professional artist. So thank you so much, Adam, for existing and Y'all choosing that great. profession and loving d and hanging out with us. And I want to thank you're Ryan for his incredible Don't bother, music. Zach. Don't bother. I oh, know because, your true yeah, feelings. Yeah, Ray is dead, so Ryan's <laughs> not going to help us anymore. Yeah, out of spite. No music in this episode. But in all Hope you guys are listening to these guys' dumb voices without any cool... Yeah, we're going <laughs> to suck this episode. No, but seriously, thank you, Ryan. Like, you put so much passion into this, and you're, like, tailor-making music for, like, individual scenes that are just never to be used again you know like i just the, the passion behind that the creativity is just so amazing and uh we really really appreciate it and like you're investing in all this like new equipment and stuff so yeah patrons that's one of the things you're supporting is ryan's like equipment like we're trying to put this to good use we're trying to be better for you so um thank you so much and yeah thank you listener and we'll see you next time mortals Just put this in wherever it fits, Joel. Yeah, you can have my cheese. You can use that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> wherever it fits. <laughs> yeah, you can have my cheese. <laughs> I mean, think about it, Joel. That gives you like a lot of flexibility with like it does. <laughs> shaping a scene, yeah. you know? Literally use it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you have my okay. permission. So...